How safe is the vaccine? Oh, it's safe. But like, exactly how safe? Oh, we're not going to tell you exactly how safe. Are you crazy? Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. Elon Musk tweeted that his pronouns are now prosecute slash Fauci. So I guess if you know, you're know you having a conversation, it's like, where's Elon? Oh, he went to the store. It would now be, where's Elon? Prosecute to the store. And instead of saying, what's up with him? I guess you'd say, what's up with Fauci? But it looks like people on the right, or maybe just people not on the left, they want to relitigate or maybe for the first time litigate uh, a bunch of COVID stuff. Like we already learned from the Twitter files that Twitter was suppressing acclaimed doctors who said that lockdowns and school closures are not good for children. And now even mainstream media is starting to say lockdowns and school closures are not great for the kids. But anyways, that was something that was not allowed to be said because, I don't know, because you'd be playing into Donald Trump's hands or something. Even though Donald Trump did Operation Warp Speed, which created the vaccine, right? This is Trump's vaccine. He got vaccinated. He never said don't get vaccinated. And he created the vaccine. You know, Donald Trump has saved more people, quite possibly, than anyone in the history of the planet. Just because he happened to be the guy who's in, who's in, who's there when his administration said make a vaccine. And then, you know, I think Europe used our vaccine. All across the world, people used the, vac- the American vaccines. Um, China didn't, and they're about to get hammered. We're going to have to wait and see on that. Let's say this. I like the fact that Donald Trump may be the greatest president in the history of the world because he saved more lives than any other president. And the reason why is because of the vaccine. So the thing that Republicans hate is the thing that he did right. I don't know. I just love counterintuitive uh, backhanded slapping like that. But I'm sure like lots of Twitter nobodies or you know whoever, I don't know, or right-wing people that I don't listen to or I don't know who. I'm sure a lot of people have been saying, we need to prosecute Fauci. We need to investigate the vaccine manufacturers. We need to do this and that. I'm sure people have been saying that all along. But now famous people are saying it, like, you know, and it's in the news. It's just it's in the news. And so Elon did that tweet that got into the news. Um, I don't know if that's I don't think that started it, but. I, you know, I, don't, I don't know why it's all happening now. I guess it's, it's the midterms are over. But Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, he's trying to get like a grand jury together to investigate the vaccine manufacturing, you know, Pfizer, Moderna, giant corporations. And then the House Republicans are going to be able to have subpoena power and investigative power here. Is it January 6th? I don't know. They get sworn in on January 6th? Why, 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 is, that, why is that date familiar? But somewhere around January 6th, the Republicans take over the House of Representatives, and then they can do their investigating. And so they sent a bunch of letters to Anthony Fauci saying, do not delete your emails, do not destroy your Zoom calls. We're going to be coming for you. We want, to, we, want, we want to try and prove that America and you and the, what is he, NIH or CDC, whichever thing he is, that you guys paid for the gain-of-function virus research at the Wu... I want to say Wu-Tang Clan. The Wuhan lab uh, that it is looking like there's a better than 50% chance that the COVID came from. And basically, none of this stuff has happened yet. Um, I guess Fauci did an interview where they're like, what do you think about all these people saying prosecute Fauci? And he's like, 
that's stupid. And I don't know if you remember, like it was Saint Saint Fauci. I think they made like he's Catholic, and they made I want to say rosaries, whatever. They made little uh, candles, Catholic candles for Saint Fauci back in the day. And he was a happy camper, and everywhere he went, everyone thought he was the greatest thing in the world. But now he's kind of looking when he's doing interviews. He's looking older and more tired and like he's not having as much fun as he used to. He's going from St. Fauci to we're trying to throw you in prison, Fauci, which I highly doubt. I mean, you know, bureaucrat, white collar, white collar crime. No, no, you know, no one sees the inside of a jail cell for white collar crime. I mean, it is one in a thousand people do. It ain't going to be him. I mean, Biden could pardon him at any moment. That's not right. But Biden could pardon him if he wanted to. And so then... Ron DeSantis, Florida governor. I don't understand it. It's, I mean, it's just happening now, and I'm not a lawyer, but he's asking the Florida Supreme Court to allow for a grand jury to investigate how the vaccines may have hurt Floridians or something. And, and that's where we're at. Who knows? They, they may shut them down. We don't know. But I've said before, you know, the mainstream media, they're a bunch of liars pushing a narrative. And then... The government health agencies, CDC, NIH, whatever, they are also, I don't know, anyways, they also like to lie a lot. I I wouldn't call them a bunch of liars, but they love to lie and push a narrative also. I mean, COVID's so old. I think I I I did a podcast. It's probably almost two years old now. I'm not going to go look for it. That went through all the crap they said that was wrong and proved wrong because someone did get a hold of a bunch of their internal emails at one point. Where they're like, okay, we know this is not true, but we're going to tell the American public this. What do you think? And they're like, hell yeah, tell them that. But so you got the media, you got the government, and then what about the corporations? And so I guess that's what this is kind of going into. So, I don't know, go listen to the today's morning wire for these stats. But I'm just going to go off of memory. I think they said normal vaccines have an adverse health effect. And when they say adverse health effect, that includes... Includes death, but it just means like, or getting real sick, or having something that uh, is lifelong problem. So it's not clear to me, like you know, having 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 you know the equivalent of of a flu, or does it have to be like a terrible flu? I don't know what an adverse health effect is defined as. But anyways, normal vaccines have a one in a million adverse health effect reaction, and then it looks like the COVID vaccines, and I don't know if this is Pfizer or Moderna, has a one in eight hundred adverse health effect ratio which doing some back of the napkin um math here if 200 million americans so america has 340 million people if 200 million of them got vaccinated then one in 800 having like a serious medical problem from it would mean a quarter million americans had a major medical emergency from the vaccine quarter million and i will say a friend of a friend um old person an old person got the vaccine and they got effed up or let's say this, they got vaccinated, and then eight hours later, and for the next few days, they were incredibly, insanely sick. Or maybe longer, I don't know how long it went on. Could be coincidence, could be coincidence, we don't know. Okay, let's put it this way. I mean, I got vaccinated, I'm not anti-vax, I got you know, I got my booster, I'm, I'm quadruple boosted, I guess now. Or however you count it. I got the two initial ones, and then I got another booster, and then a booster after that. So four, four shots total, and that's fine, and I feel fine. But my guess is that what you know, what you know, if we ever get the if we ever get the real statistics and math on this, it's going to turn out that you know, vaccines save the lives of. I'll just throw out a number: 
5 million people. And then I'm going to throw out another number, which is that vaccines also killed 50,000 people. So basically, it's going to, you know, it was way better to get vaccinated than not. But also, vaccines did kill a significant number of people. That's my guess. And this is because, you know, you do anything. You do anything to 200 million people, some, some of them are going to have weird reactions. And so if we go, like in Wayne's World, and go back to the COVID days, right? People, they were afraid that people wouldn't get vaccinated, and so they lied. They lied over and over, saying there's no one who ever died from the vaccine, right? Because if you like, if they were to say one person died, they're like, it saved a billion lives, but one person died. Like, they wouldn't say that. Like, if that was the truth, if, you know, if the truth was that ridiculous, which, you know, it killed a lot more people than one, then they wouldn't say that because they're like, oh, we'd be playing into the hands of, you know, right-wing conspiracy theorists. And then everyone's going to want to not get vaccinated, so we can't speak the truth. Anyways, so even if the truth is so mild as that, you know, I mean, that truth would tell me to get vaccinated right away. But they're like, even the truth that get makes <laughs> that should tell you to get vaccinated, they lied about that stuff too. I, I, you know, I pretty much guarantee you they lied about that kind of stuff. And anyways, so... Will we get to hear all about all their lies? I mean, you know, if Elon Musk could buy the federal government, we would hear about their lies. Well, and there was some other stat they said in the Morning Wire, something that, like, they had, whatever, uh, people who took the vaccine had a 37% chance more likely of having an adverse health effect than people who took the placebo. I think that was Pfizer. And then Pfizer did a statement, like that's their number, was 37%. And then they did a statement that said there was no significant, what's the stats wording? There was no statistically significant difference between the vaccine group and the placebo group. And then 37% actually contradicts that. So anyway, so Pfizer, Pfizer may have been saying some stuff that ain't true. I mean, basically all of this, we'll just have to wait and see. Did people delete their emails in time? I mean, I'm sure people right now, as I speak, people are deleting their emails. We'll see. We'll see if it's backed up in a way that they can't get to it or not. So, anyways, we'll just see. But the advisory opinions podcast the other day was talking about. There's a case. I think it's heading towards the Supreme Court shortly. And the question is, can federal judges do national stays? Like, the example I can think of right now is, like, you know, uh, Hunter. Hunter Biden? No. The Biden administration said, we're going to pay off everyone's student loan. And then there's been multiple court cases involving it. But, like, one of them is just some random federal judge. I mean, you know, random. I mean, they're, they're more powerful than me. They're richer than me. And some state was like, okay, no, you can't do that, federal government. So, you know, can just one judge, when there's thousands of them or whatever, can they stop a giant federal program? Just one judge do that. And, like, basically, currently you can do that, but there's constitutional questions about it. Well, that's why it's heading to the Supreme Court. But the idea is if one judge can stop anything, like anything from going forward, like giant federal anything, who knows, like stop a war, I don't know. If that's possible, then what you do is you you go to court in every single state. You know, you you get you you ask you ask fifty judges to stop the thing, and if forty nine of them say no, no, it's fine, it can go forward, and one of them says you got to stop it, then you got to stop it, and then just well, you, you can see there's a problem. It, it incentivizes asking tons of judges until you get the answer you want, or asking a bunch of them so you find one that says what you want, because. 
Judges, they can't make you do something. They can't make the government do stuff, but they can stop the government from doing stuff, which is, that's a whole nother issue. Well, actually, that issue is in front of the Supreme Court last week, whether or not courts can make you do something. Because I think, I don't know, I think maybe 96, anyways, some, 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 there was some bill passed back in the day that said um, illegal immigrants shall be deported. Shall, S-H-A-L-L. And then, you know, I don't know if you heard, but anyways, the Biden administration has not been deporting illegal immigrants. In fact, you know, we got open borders. We've got de facto open borders right now. And I think what, you know, their excuse, the Biden excuse, I'll just call it Biden, is that we don't have enough money to send them all home. We don't have enough money to deport them. And first off, they're not trying, you know, beyond not trying very hard. They're not trying at all. In fact, they're trying not to. But they are correct that they don't have enough money to do it. So Congress previously said, you have to deport all the illegal immigrants. And then today it's like, well, you need to, Congress, Congress needs to get off their ass and give us a ton of freaking money if we're going to actually deport them. And then Congress is like, we're not going to give you any money. And then Biden's like, well, we don't have any money, so we're not going to deport them. And so the question is, what good is a law that says you shall deport them if you don't deport them. And so that's the thing I was saying is that like judges, they can stop stuff. They can stop the Biden administration from giving out a half a trillion dollars for student loans, but they can't make the Biden administration do anything. So you can stop them, but you can't make them do stuff. Well, hopefully what I just talked about uh, ties, I hope, I hope I made it plain, clear why, uh, what I was saying ties into this stuff because now I don't remember. I'm going off the rails. We'll just end her here. Okay, I remember my point. Like, for example, I live in a small town in Oregon. Can a judge in my small town, like, bust open the entire federal government and make them expose all their internal emails? I mean, I think, I think, I think he can't. Because if, if that was possible, then, you know, you, you could find crazy judges all across America working in small towns who'd be like, we're going to bust open the, you know, anti-vaxxers even, possibly. We're going to bust open the federal government. So for whatever reason, your random-ass judge can't do it. So then the question is, can somehow the Florida Supreme Court bust open a whole bunch of federal government stuff? And I guess they're not even going after the feds. They're going after the vaccine corporations. So, you know, can a random-ass small-town judge bust open all the emails of a of giant corporations, I don't think they can. Can the state Supreme Court bust open all the emails of these giant corporations? I mean, I don't know. We'll see if they can. And then finally, who can bust open all the emails and internal communications of the CDC, the NIH, the whole federal government? I don't know. Can a judge do that? Can, you know, congressional investigations do that? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure the Supreme Court can bust open the emails of Anyone, anyone, anywhere, who knows, maybe probably even the presidents, or maybe not, yeah, maybe not the presidents. They can probably do it to anyone other than the president or members of Congress, would be my guess. But anyways, we're just going to have to wait and see who can bust open the emails and who can't. And powerful people protect other powerful people. If you're a Republican in power, you protect the Democrats in power because you want to stay in power, and if they stay in power, that's fine. You know, powerful people, 
whatever. All of a sudden, you know, strange bedfellows. So that's what's that's what's happening, and I don't think the Supreme Court is going to answer the question big time, but we're going to see. We're going to see who can. It's called oversight. So yeah, that was okay. That's that was the part that I forgot. So Congress said you shall deport all the illegal immigrants. The Biden said, no, I ain't going to do it, and you didn't give me enough money. And then Congress said, we're not going to give you a bunch of money anyways. And so at the Supreme Court arguments, there's a person working there. There's a, there's a lawyer for the government who's there talking to the judges. And they're like, well, then, you know, what do you do? What do you do if the law says you should do it, but then you don't want to do it? And the lawyer's like, well, Congress always has oversight. So, you know, oversight is a legal term or whatever when it comes to Congress. And what oversight means is you can impeach someone and remove them. So obviously the Democrat, there's, there's too many Democrats who are not going to impeach and remove Biden. But apparently that may be the answer. The only, the only way that you can make a president do something is you impeach him if he doesn't do it. Twitter handle at Anti-Woke Podcast. And thanks for listening.